Hello and welcome to the Hope Mindfulness Compassion Show. My name is Paul Garrigan and I look after the mindfulness program here at Hope. And my name is Chris Hatcher and I'm one of the counsellors here at Hope. So Chris, so today we're going to be talking about advanced uh, recovery. So what do we actually mean by advanced recovery? Uh, advanced treatment. Or advanced treatment, sorry, yeah, advanced treatment. Advanced yes. treatment, yeah, basically, kind of on a whole, on a surface level, advanced treatment is pretty much anything that's extended uh, apart from the primary program. Which is how long? Has some treatment centers, that's 28 days. Um, some treatment centers, that's 60 days uh, that they consider primary treatment. Um, so, so anything over that. Uh, is considered advanced treatment. So here would be two months, would it? Here it would be two months. Yes. And then after that, would be considered advanced treatment. Yes. And and what what's different between so that and you know the first two months? I so say people like do it because we have an advanced advanced treatment program here at Hope, don't we? Right. And what's um what, what would be different about it? Well, usually with advanced treatment programs, you you have quite a bit more freedom as as a client. Um, there's usually more privileges involved. Um, and a lot of times there's actually even different groups and different types of uh, therapeutic approaches that are involved um, in that advanced treatment. Um, and what's the, what's, the, what's the like philosophy behind it in the sense that, um, I mean, so you're giving the, they're giving the clients more freedom. Yes. So what, 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 what's the, the benefit of that or is that, is, well, well, the thing is, at some point, clients are going to have to go back into the outside world. They're going to have to kind of start to reintegrate into society. Um, they're not just kind of going to be able to be under this umbrella for the rest of their life. And starting to give clients more privileges, allowing them to go shopping, allowing them to go do activities on their own, it's a way for them to kind of branch out of that and branch out of that treatment and be able to experience these things that they're going to experience outside of treatment. So it's kind of like a halfway stage where they're still kept very, very safe. Exactly. So they go out, they, they do these activities, they have these privileges, but then they come back here and they're able to kind of look at, um, look at what went on. And, and actually quite frequently I'll have people come back from that first shopping trip and say they saw somebody drinking alcohol and were massively triggered. And at that point we were able to then kind of process it, you know, and see what it was like for them, what that experience was like. That makes uh, sense, yeah. And how long, I mean, how long does advanced treatment last? I mean, is there a time limit on it? I mean, I was in a, I was in a, in a dry house once for a year, so I suppose that would be considered advanced treatment. It would, you know, I mean, but there's also a lot of different levels of advanced treatment as well. Um, you know, anywhere from three months to six months to a year. Um, I, I've heard of people doing a year, like you were, yeah. you were just saying as well. And what would you say are the benefits? So for the clients, we can, you know, what would you say are the benefits? Obviously, you kind of mentioned the fact that they're getting that support when they're dealing with that initial triggers. I mean, can you think of any more benefits of kind of doing the program? I think the biggest benefit of doing any sort of advanced treatment program is getting through the first four to six months of recovery in a safe environment. And why? Well, if you look at kind of a, a scale of early recovery, you know, when you start to hit the 90-day mark, it's pretty average that you hit a lull in your recovery. You know, you've, you've kind of gotten over the physical feeling good, the mental feeling good, and, and you're trying to normalize into life. Um, and around the 90-day mark, you actually hit something called the wall, right? And the wall is a period of depression and isolation where you're not sure how recovery is going to integrate into your life. 
It's suddenly got real. It suddenly got real. Exactly. Exactly. Now, with advanced treatment, you're able to get through this stage uh, of your recovery development um, in order to start to integrate and, and hit into a maintenance period um, of that change. So, so say here at Hope, I mean, would the, would the clients who are doing the kind of advanced treatment, would they be getting the same level of counseling and, and stuff like that? Yes, absolutely. In, in the third month, um, which is our advanced treatment program, they, they still get the exact same number of counseling, um, same number of therapeutic groups, um, all of that type of stuff. And, and then, like I was saying, they even get um, some different therapeutic groups as well. So you, you, you've done this yourself, haven't you? Because you, you've got a history of addiction. Yes. Of advanced treatment. And what was your, your um, experience of advanced treatment? For me, it was, it was critical, you know, and, and I'm not even sure I'd be clean today uh, if I didn't have it, you know, kind of allowing me to be in a safe environment with that support around me. Um, the first six months of, of recovery is, is quite a chaotic time. Yeah. You know, there's so much inner turmoil going on. Um, that for me, having a safe place where I knew people cared about me was crucial, absolutely crucial. I mean, I, I, did, I did it myself, I mean, I did it for a year, yeah. this is back in the 90s, and I remember the one thing that I was concerned about and that other people around me, you know, that outside of it, my friends outside of kind of, you know, that, that kind of uh, culture, was this idea of getting institutionalized. Would, would you say that's a, a valid concern? I'd say it's a valid concern, absolutely, but I'm not 100% sure it's something that I agree with, mm -hmm. um, especially when you start to look at actual advanced treatment programs. Now, if you were looking at staying in primary treatment for a year, maybe look at doing something a bit differently, right? But with most advanced treatment programs, it's, there's going to be kind of a transition, right, where you're going to start getting more and more freedom and more and more privileges. Um, and being able to practice these things and, and the tools that you learn in your daily life. You know, so in terms of actual advanced treatment programs, um, I'd say no, there's, uh, there's a very little um, chance of, of getting institutionalized. That's fair enough. I mean, are there any kind of negative aspects to it that you can think of? I can't really think of anything that's not situational. Right, so it's not about the money or the... Exactly. Yeah. You know, if it's a, money, work, you know, things like that. You know, if somebody desperately needs to get back to work or anything like that. Um, but I can't think of any kind of drawbacks to, um, to advanced treatment that, that are not situational like that. Well, well, what about someone who is just killing time? Would you even really be able to say that they're in advanced treatment at that stage? Good point. Good point. And what about, um, so, it, I mean, this kind of, you know, leads on from that. I mean, is this something that you would, you would recommend to all your clients? I mean, has it ever been a case where you thought, you know, this person really, probably not a great idea? Absolutely. I would not recommend it to all of my clients. And how would you decide that? Well, it, it's something that I would work with my client on, you know, and, and really start to analyze where they're at. Yeah. You know, and, and, and what they want to do. You know, and if somebody's done two months of treatment here and the only thing that they say is they just, I just want to use, I'm not getting anything out of it. No, I'm not going to recommend them go, to go to a, a secondary treatment facility. That, make, that makes sense. And, and, and does that happen often? No, not in my experience, but it, it, it has happened a, a, a couple of times. And, and why do you think somebody, I mean, I, I can think of some ideas, but why do you think somebody would want to continue even though they're not that serious? 
to continue using? Or like they'll continue their treatment even though they're not really serious? I think you've kind of hit uh, one key point uh, on there, and that's kind of killing time, mm. um, if they are killing time. I can also kind of think, uh, you know, a lot of times if, if a client's not very serious, I like to explore with them why, you know, and see if it's something that's fear-based or if it's driven by something else. Yeah. Um, but also if somebody does just want to kind of, maybe they're not that serious, but they do want to give themselves space to maybe become serious, mm -hmm. which I give them every single day of the week. Yeah. You know? And... You know, from, from your experience of actually been through that, like, what would you say, you know, is the best advice from the, if you are, if you are going to do this kind of, a, you know, this advanced treatment, how do you make sure you get the most out of it? I'd say your willingness, you know, just, just being completely, absolutely willing um, to get everything out of it. Yeah. You know, to get everything out of it. And if you've got that willingness, you can go really far, you know, and, and four or five months will do you massive you know, there's going to probably be people listening to this who, who just realise that there's no way they can afford it. You know, these kind of situational things. I mean, what would you say to them? I'd say there's, there's tons of advanced treatment options to fit every single budget. No doubt about it. Um, you've got IOPs. What about um, IOP? Intensive outpatient. Okay. So those are going to be found all over the world. Um, and it's basically just a program where you go in two or three days a week. You do a group therapy session, you do a counseling session, and then you go back into your normal lives. That makes And, and is, it, is, is there kind of ones where you could basically go back to full-time employment and still get support? Yes, absolutely. I've known plenty of IOPs um, that do their sessions in the evening. So at uh, 6, 6.30 p.m., you go in for an hour, um, and then you go home and go back to your normal life. So, so basically, I mean, it, it almost sounds that if someone is really, if they're serious, they could more or less, you know, if, and they couldn't afford to kind of do the, the, the one that's available, they could more or less even create their own. Absolutely. And even on top of that, there are plenty of dry houses all over the world that yeah. just charge rent. And it's just basically a communal uh, situation of recovering addicts. Yeah, well, I, I personally found that very, I mean, I, I was homeless and I, I found it very, very helpful to get back on my feet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And plenty of people do, you yeah. know, all over the world. They find it, they find it crucial, you know. Mm -hmm. So it, exactly, exactly what you've just said. You can almost create that, that extended treatment, that advanced treatment uh, vibe anywhere you go. And how soon, so say somebody, obviously, you know, when somebody you know, first comes here, they're going to be overwhelmed by all of this. I mean, how soon into their treatment would they, would you say they need to start thinking about this kind of stuff, about advanced treatment? Uh, this really depends on the client again, yeah. you know, and, and I've had some people come in and say, yep, I'm doing three months, and then I'm going to a secondary facility, um, no question about it. But I've also had people who have come and said that they're going to stay for a month mm -hmm. and end up extending to a total of... of six months yeah. um, so again I think it's quite dependent on yeah. the person I mean that's is there anything anything else you can think of to say about all of this or any resources you can that you would recommend in regards to advanced treatment um, resources I think um, yeah, you know, we've got a aftercare manual. We've also got um, advanced treatment handouts available. Oh, oh we do. Um, oh. That kind of outline exactly what we do. There's one right there. Oh, of course, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So yeah. maybe I'll get one of these and actually put it on to, to uh, attach it to the podcast yeah. so people can check that out. Absolutely. And that just outlines basically everything that we do, all the different groups that we um, have added, the privileges, um, the extra coaching and things like that. That's and important. you mentioned those are, those are outpatient programs. How would people find out about those? Um, honestly, if you just Google IOP and then the name of your city, you'll get tons of ones pop tons up. Tons of options, yeah. Tons of options. And are any of these government funded or anything, would you say? I'm not so sure about the UK, mm. um, from the US. Yes, so but in the US, would, would, would that be a possibility, no? Possibly. But not for sale. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure on that one, to be honest with you. Um, then there's also, the other resource that I can think of is um, Oxford House. Oh, what's Oxford House? Oxford Houses are basically dry houses, um, communal dry houses that are always quite cheap. Yeah. Um, and they've got those sprinkled all over the US, all over the UK, all over Europe. Oh, okay. Um, and they're, they, it's all kind of a direct democracy type of thing where everybody in the house meets uh, a few times a week, decide what changes they're going to make. It's um, a little, little community. They run, run the house themselves, yeah. Really cool. Well, Chris, this has been really good. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I'm going to hopefully get you on here again pretty soon. Sure. That's it for now.